Alma chapter 32. Alma teaches the poor whose afflictions had humbled them. Faith is a hope in that which is not seen, which is true. Alma testifies that angels minister to men, women, and children. Alma compares the word into a seed. It must be planted and nourished that it grows into a tree from which the fruit of eternal life is picked. About 74 BC. And it came to pass that they did go forth and begin to preach the word unto the people entering to their synagogues and into their houses, yea, even they did preach the word in their streets. And it came to pass that after much laboring among them, they began to have success among the poor class of people. For behold, they were cast out of the synagogues because of their coarseness of their apparel. Therefore, they were not permitted to enter into their synagogues to worship, God being esteemed as filthiness. Therefore, they were poor, and they were esteemed by their brethren as dross. Therefore, they were poor as to things of the world, and also they were poor in heart. Now as Alma was teaching and speaking unto the people upon the hill of Onadiah, and there came a multitude unto him, and there were those whom he had been speaking of who were poor in heart because of their poverty as to the things of the world. And they came to Alma, and the one who was the foremost among them said unto him, Behold, what shall these my brethren do? For they are despised of all men because of their poverty, yea, and more especially by our priests. For they have cast us out of our synagogue, which we have labored abundantly to build with our own hands. And they have cast us out because of our exceeding poverty, and we have no place to worship our God. And behold, what shall we do? And now when Alma had heard this, he turned about him, his face immediately towards him, and he beheld with great joy, for he beheld that their afflictions had truly humbled them, and that they were in preparation to hear the word. Therefore he did say no more to the other multitude, but he stretched forth his hand and cried unto those whom he beheld, who were truly penitent, and said unto them, Behold, that ye are lowly in heart, and if so, blessed are ye. Behold, thy brethren hath said, What shall we do? For we are cast out of synagogues, that we cannot worship our God. Behold, I say unto you, Do you suppose that you can worship God, save it be in your synagogues only? And moreover, I would ask, Do you suppose that you must not worship God only once in a week? I say unto you, It is well that you are cast out of your synagogues, that you may be humble, that you may learn wisdom. For it is necessary that you should learn wisdom. For it is because that you are cast out that you are despised of your brethren because of your exceeding poverty, and you are brought to a lowliness of heart, for you are necessarily brought to be humble. And now, because you are compelled to be humble, blessed are ye. For a man, sometimes if he is compelled to be humble, seeketh repentance. And now surely whosoever repenteth shall find mercy, and he that findeth mercy shall endure to the end, and the same shall be saved. And now as I say unto you, that because you were compelled to be humble, you were blessed. Do you not suppose that you were more blessed who truly humbled themselves because of the word? Yea, he that truly humbled himself and repented of his sins and endureth to the end, the same shall be blessed, yea, more blessed than they who are compelled to be humble because of their exceeding poverty. Therefore, blessed are they who humble themselves without being compelled to be humble, or rather, in other words, blessed is he that believeth in the word of God and is baptized without stubbornness of heart, yea, without being brought to the, know the word or even compelled to know before they will believe. Yea, there were many who do say, If thou wilt show unto me a sign unto heaven, then you shall know of a surety, then we shall believe. Now I ask, is this faith? Behold, I say unto you, Nay. For for man knoweth a thing, he hath no cause to believe, for he knoweth it. And now how can much more cursed is he that knoweth the will of God, and doeth it not, than he that only believeth, or hath cause to believe, or falleth into transgression? Now these things ye must judge. Behold, I say unto you, that it is on the one hand, even as it is on the other, and it shall be unto every person according to his work. And now, as I said concerning faith, faith is not to have a perfect knowledge of things. Therefore, if you have faith, you hope for things which are not seen, which are true. And now, behold, I say unto you, I would that you should remember that God is merciful unto all who believe on his name. Therefore, he desires in the first place that ye should believe, yea, even on his word. 
And now he imparteth his word by angels unto men, yea, not only men, but also women. Now this is not all. Little children do have words given unto them that many times which confound the wise and the learned. And now, my beloved brethren, as you have desired to know of me what you shall do because you are afflicted and cast out, now I do not desire that you should suppose that I mean to judge you only according to that which is true. For I do not mean that you shall have been compelled to be humble. For verily I believe that you are some among you who would humble yourselves, lest you should be in whatever circumstance they might. Now, as I said concerning faith, that it was not a perfect knowledge, even so it is with my words. You can know of their surety at first and perfection any more than faith is a perfect knowledge. But behold, if you will awake and arouse your faculties, even to an experiment upon my words, and exercise a particle of faith, yea, even if you can no more than desire to believe, let this desire work in you, even until you believe in the manner that you shall give place for a portion of my words. Now, we will compare the word unto a seed. Now, if you give place that a seed may be planted in your heart, behold, if it be a true seed or a good seed, if you do not cast it out by your unbelief, that you will resist the spirit of the Lord, behold, it will begin to swell within your breast. And when you feel this swelling motion, you will begin to say within yourself, it not, must needs be that this is a good seed, or that the word is good, for it beginneth to enlarge in my soul. Yea, it beginneth to enlighten my understanding. Yea, it beginneth to be delicious to me. Now behold, would not this increase your faith? I say unto you, nevertheless it hath not grown up into a perfect knowledge. But behold, as the seed swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow, then you must needs say that the seed is good, for behold, it swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow. And now behold, will not this strengthen your faith? Yea, will it strengthen your faith? For you will say, I know that this is a good seed, for behold, it sprouteth and beginneth to grow. And now behold, are you sure that this is a good seed? I say unto you, yea, for every seed bringeth forth its own likeness. Therefore, if a seed is good, it groweth. But if it groweth not, behold, it is not good. Therefore, it is cast away. Now, behold, because you have tried the experiment and planted the seed, and it swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow, you must needs know that the seed is good. Now, behold, is your knowledge perfect? Yea, your knowledge is perfect in that thing. And your faith is dormant, and this because you know. For you know that the word has swelled your soul, and you also know that it has sprouted up, that your understanding doth begin to enlighten your mind, doth begin to expand. Oh, is not this real? I say unto you, yea, because it is light, and whatsoever is light is good, because it is discernible. Therefore you must know that it is good. And now, behold, after you have tasted this light, is your knowledge perfect? Behold, I say unto you, nay, neither must you lay aside your faith, for you have only exercised your faith to plant the seed, that you might try the experiment to know if the seed was good. And behold, as the tree beginneth to grow, you will say, Let us nourish it with great care, that it may get root, that it may grow up and bring forth fruit unto us. And now behold, if you nourish it with much care, it will get root and grow up and bring forth fruit. But if you neglect the tree and take no thought for its nourishment, behold, it will not get any root. And when the heart of the sun cometh and scorcheth it, because it hath no root, it withers away. And you pluck it up and cast it out. And now this is not because the seed was not good, neither is it because the fruit thereof would have not been desirable, but it's because your ground is barren. And you will not nourish the tree, therefore you cannot have the fruit thereof. And thus, if you will not nourish the word, looking forward with an eye of faith to the fruit thereof, you can never pluck at the fruit of the tree of life. But if you will nourish the word, yea, nourish the tree as it beginneth to grow by your faith, with great diligence and with patience, looking forward to the fruit thereof, it shall take root, and behold, it shall be a tree springing up unto everlasting life. And because of your diligence and your faith and your patience and the word in nourishing it, that it may take root in you, behold, by and by you shall pluck the fruit.
therefore, which is most precious, which is sweet above all that which is sweet, and which is white above all that which is white, yea, and pure above all that which is pure. And ye shall feast upon this fruit, even until you are filled, that you hunger not, neither shall you thirst. Then, my brethren, you shall reap the rewards of your faith, and your diligence, and your patience, and long-suffering, waiting for the tree to bring forth fruit unto you.